Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the JRPG Report. My name is Dalton Suter, and this, this right here, is episode 249. We're approaching that big old 250. Should be pretty fun. I'm, uh, I might see if I can wrangle in wrangle in a certain somebody to come talk to me on episode 250 but uh we'll, we'll see how that goes i hope all of you are having a wonderful week this week um do apologize again for there not being an episode um last week uh unfortunately um we had to put our dog daisy down um she had been battling pancreatitis and some cancer and the cancer had come back very aggressively and spread through her body and there was nothing much else that we could do um i mean there were like i probably could have gotten her chemo but i i couldn't afford it and it only would have you know given her another few months so made that that decision that nobody wants to make and uh it was real rough and i didn't want that to bleed over into the the episode last week because i was very much distraught um so with that being said if if you, any of you listening <clears throat> would like to donate to the Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash JRPG report, or if you want to, um, donate directly to my PayPal, which is savagegawkagaming at gmail.com, um, all, all of that for at least the next month or two is going to be going towards, um, catching up on getting the vet bills paid that are left over and, uh, just getting, getting things back to normal again. Um, we got her ashes, so I got her. I got her placed up on the mantle where, where she belongs, where she liked to lay next to. And, uh, yeah. Anyways. Um, th- so thank you. Thank you for, um, being so understanding with the show not happening last week. And, uh, yeah. Anyways, let's, let's, uh, uh get off the sad stuff and we'll, we'll get into the actual episode here. Um, uh, it is April 1st. It is April fool's day. Um, personally, I do not like this holiday. <laughs> So I'm not going to hit you guys with any April Fool's jokes. Um, there were some funny ones on Twitter, though. If you would like to go check them out, I believe Gematsu put together a compilation of all of the April Fool's jokes that came out of Japan. I will tell you um, two of them that I can think of is that they said that there was going to be a Disgaea-based dating sim that would come out in a year like six billion. Um, and then there was a Sonic the Hedgehog murder mystery like detective game but it's real like it's a joke but it's real you can go on steam and download it right now free <laughs> and uh willie and nate from my other show the steam machine podcast downloaded it said it's fantastic it's way cute and it's way better than it has any right to be so if that piques your interest you know go check that out so our first news story of this week and i am going to do my best to pronounce the name of this game folks uh, Nippon Ishii Software has revealed information about the characters and systems in Zykatrice. Uh, Zykatrice will be an RPG in which you play as a teacher who lives a normal school life. However, during emergencies, you will become the leader of a special group of students who undergo dangerous missions. As a teacher, you will have to take care of your students' physical conditions as well as teach them their lessons. And in these lessons, you will be able to help them develop skills to use in battle. The battle system will be turn-based in, w- in which you pick from your student's suggestions. Only the student you choose will move that turn, but there are some passive skills that allow non-chosen students to attack as well. There will also be a skill build element, and each skill is part of a major, and learning a skill requires your students to meet certain conditions. For example, in order to learn Resurrection, you'll need to be part of the Healing Arts major, 
and have 44 concentration and 53 logic. Though you can give your students any skill you want from the 300 that are in the game, they have their own strengths and weaknesses. <clears throat> and there are non-student characters in Zykatrice as well. Renshi Kamiya will be the protagonist. He was also a student with superpowers, but lost them in a certain incident. Now he is a teacher and the leader of the Route 302 or 302nd unit. His co-workers include Takayuki Aksuta. Oh, excuse me. Takayuki Aksu, who is the squad leader of the AUT, and Ryu, uh, Rui Aksu, who can use a special gadget called the CUAD to help students overcome emotional scars. Zykatrice is in development for the PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, and Nintendo Switch. No love for PC, I see. It will come out on June 29th, 2023. And speaking of Nipponichi Software, NIS America has released an introduction trailer for the Aquaria-developed action RPG Cry Machina. So if you'd like to check this trailer out, I did retweet it out there. Cry Machina is due out for PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4, and Switch on July 6th in Japan, and PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, Switch, and PC via Steam this fall worldwide. And just a, just a little about for you, so you can kind of know like what you might be getting into with this. In a world where humans went extinct thousands of years ago, synthetic beings known as Deex Machina have been tasked to bring mankind back. Join three Eve, the recreated psyches of deceased humans instilled in synthetic bodies as they seek their full-fledged humanity and explore Eden to discover the secrets hidden within. Flashy, action-packed combat paired with in-depth weapon customization creates a visually stunning RPG experience. Dark scenery and striking science fiction visuals bring the world of Cry Machina to life. <laughs> so, I mean, if that sounds interesting to you, definitely keep your eye out for that. All right, and some big news. Square Enix has announced that the HD 2D remake of Live Alive, Live Alive, Live Alive, Live Alive, whatever you want to call it, will launch for PlayStation consoles and PC via Steam whoop, on April 27th, launching in July 2022 exclusively for the Nintendo Switch after the original Super Famicom version was never officially localized. Live Alive was released or was a release that remained a bit of a white whale for many years until it was finally made official and available in English for the first time last year. Experience this legendary RPG brought to life in the same HD 2D visual style as Octopath Traveler. Meet seven heroes, each with their own unique abilities and, and lives to live across different time periods. Experience their stories in any order you choose, uncovering shocking developments along the way. In addition to the release date announcement for the new platforms version, Square Enix has announced that a similar to the Nintendo Switch version demo will be available today to allow players to start the opening sections of the three stories or of three stories in the game. Those who pre-order or have the PS Plus memberships will also get a 20% sale discount. So keep your eyes peeled for that if you've been waiting for that to come out on something other than Nintendo Switch. <coughs> and for all of my devs out there, I put this one in here specifically for our patron Kularian. He's the man. Give him a shout out if you ever see him around. Gotcha Gotcha Games has delayed RPG Maker Unite from its previously announced April 6th release date via the Unity Asset Store to an unannounced release date. According to Gotcha Gotcha Games, this is a necessary step to further improve the product's quality and stability. The company apologized for another delay and the inconvenience it causes to users looking forward to using RPG Maker Unite to make their new games, but believes the delay is the most beneficial course of action to all users at launch. RPG Maker Unite will be available first via the Unity Asset Store, followed by Steam later in 2023. Bandai Namco has released a new trailer for Sword Art Online Last Recollection, showcasing the action RPG's story and gameplay. 
The trailer description reads, Armed with the power of the gods, Kirito and his allies return to fight against the forces of the Dark Territory in a brand new story that reimagines the events of the War of the Underworld. And there are some trailers. I did retweet this if you'd like to watch those as well. Sword Art Online Last Recollection is due out for PlayStation 5, Xbox Series, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC via Steam on October 5th in Japan and October 6th worldwide. So Atlas, Sega, and Perfect World Games have revealed more about Persona 5 The Phantom X, a free-to-play spinoff of Persona 5. The latest reveal of the game showed off three new characters who fight alongside the player's main party using a power called Persona 2. The previews didn't detail why the power is called that. The new characters are called TAs and are characterized as having notable public profiles. They help the Phantom Thieves fight alongside the party with a new power called Persona 2. Three characters, their code names, and their personas were revealed and profiled by Persona Central. Saiji is Saiji Sh- Shiratori, who wields the power of the Persona Lokothea. Mont is Kotane Montaigne, who wields Terpeshore. And Yuki is Yukimi Fujikawa, who wields the power of sticks. So whenever she's introduced, all of a sudden, she just looks at the camera and is like, The jig is up, the rule is out, they finally found me. No, I'm just kidding. Persona 5 The Phantom X was first teased by Perfect World Games back in 2021 under the alias codename X. It is being developed by Blackwing Game Studios with involvement from Atlas and Sega both. Its official name was confirmed in the mid-March 2023 after official web presences for the game were opened in China. It will be free-to-play game supported by in-app purchases. At the moment, the game is only scheduled for a Chinese release on mobile platforms. A closed sneak test beta will kick off March 29th to March 31st, 2023 on Android and PC, though official support for PC isn't confirmed. <clears throat> the trailers that they've released mostly star the main cast. The protagonist's codename is Wonder, with the initial persona of Janosik. <clears throat> Wonder is accompanied by the owl-like Luffy, whose codename is Cattle, and Motoha Arya, codename Closer. Luffy's persona is Rob Roy, while Motoha's persona is Awilda. They also reveal replications of both daily life gameplay as well as the exploration in the metaverse. Persona 5 The Phantom X will also feature familiar locations from Persona 5 and Persona 5 Royal, as well as appearances from the original for Persona 5 Phantom Thieves. Persona 5 The Phantom X is in development for mobile platforms in China. It currently does not have an international release date. Ship to Shore Phone Co. have announced <coughs> that they will be releasing the soundtrack for the game Suikoden on a blue marble vinyl record. It is available to pre-order from the official site now. This marks the first time that Konami's JRPG soundtrack appeared on vinyl, and the album itself will be titled Into the World of Illusion. Suikoden is a Japanese RPG franchise developed by Konami that launched in 1995. Running for five main games in the series between 1995 and 2006, it features a story centered around the concept of the 108 Stars of Destiny, an idea that originally appeared in the Chinese novel The Water Margin. Each star in-game is represented by a character that you can recruit. In 2023, the first two games in the Suikoden series will make their way to modern consoles in a collection titled Suikoden 1 and 2 HD Collection Gate Ruin and Duncan Unification War. The compilation will be released for the PlayStation 4, Nintendo Switch, Xbox One, and PC via Steam. The soundtrack to Suikoden can be pre-ordered on Ship to Shore's Phone Co.'s website immediately. And in some sad news, like this is almost like an end of an era. E3 2023 has been officially canceled. The Entertainment Software Association and event organizer Reed Pop has confirmed. The event was originally planned to run from June 13th to 16th in, at the Los Angeles Convention Center. A quote, This was a difficult decision because of all the effort we and our partners put towards making this event happen, but we had to do what's right for the industry and what's right for E3. 
Reed Pop, Global Vice President of Gaming, Kyle Marsden Kish said in a statement, we appreciate and understand that interested companies wouldn't have playable demos ready and that resourcing challenges made being at E3 this summer an obstacle they couldn't overcome. For those who did commit to E3 2023, we're sorry we can't put on the showcase you deserve and that you've come to expect from Reed Pop's event experiences. The Entertainment Software Association and Reed Pop will continue to work together on future E3 events. So we'll see. We'll see. But with Xbox doing their own thing, PlayStation doing their own thing, Nintendo doing their own thing, that's the big three that just don't go anymore and i don't know Uh, kind of a bummer but also kind of i guess the sign of the times so square enix has announced that final fantasy 14 job class magnets are coming back to its online store in japan the company posted on twitter that pre-orders for a new batch of job class magnets are open and are expected to begin shipping april 23rd 2023 the job crystal magnets are made of acrylic and are meant to resemble the soul crystals used in game as in previous releases every magnet has a different color and its respective class emblem engraved on them they are now available for pre-order from the Square Enix e-store in Japan for 495 yen, 495 yen. Uh, these items are still available in North America storefront for $5.50 each. This announcement joins the news of new job class magnets based on Sage and Reaper's soul crystals shared in the latest Final Fantasy XIV live letter from the producers. Um, new Fan Festival 2023 merchandise was also announced during the broadcast, including a Loperit figurine, an Emirat-themed laptop case, a neck pillow plushies with ambistoma, morbid seedlings, and mamashiba designs. My goodness, there's some hard words to say. During the stream, Final Fantasy XIV's director and producer Yoshi P also shared more information about Patch 6.4, which will come out at the end of May 2023. This update will bring a new trial featuring Final Fantasy IV's antagonist, Golbez. Final Fantasy XIV is available for the PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, and PC. And the job acrylic magnets will be restocked in Japan with a release date set for April 23rd, 2023. So Xseed Games has announced that the Rune Factory 3 Special Golden Memories Edition for Switch will be coming to America and to the West. Priced at $79.99, the Rune Factory 3 Special Golden Memories Edition includes the following. A custom outer box featuring an original illustration based on the game's anime opening. Rune Factory 3 Special Switch Game Card and Case. An acrylic standee featuring protagonists from Rune Factory 3 Special, Rune Factory 4 Special, and Rune Factory 5 measuring 6 inches wide and 4 inches tall. An original CD soundtrack. A custom 5x8 inch planner containing in-game seasons in addition to a real-world calendar. An exclusive downloadable content swimsuit mode allowing for characters to appear in their swimsuits year-round. All physical pre-orders through Xseed Game Store will also include the option to bundle the game with a golden woolly keychain modeled after micah's sheep form for an additional five dollars while supplies last so if you are interested in that keep your eyes out so final fantasy 11 producer yes final fantasy 11 still going strong yuji fujito recently talked to famitsu about becoming the producer of the game as well as continuing his position as director his vision for vanadil in 2023 and the new dynamic of the final fantasy 11 team going forward Fujito said that his newfound role as both director and producer is not going to change the dynamic or his workload. Fujito also shared that the team received a lot of motivation after the Final Fantasy XI 20th anniversary and the Grand, Grand Blue Fantasy collaboration. Some plans for future of Vanadale includes revitalizing the game by focusing more on more type of seasonal events, developing new content for records of eminence and ambuscade battles and allowing the game to be supported by many pc environments fujito also talked about the particularities that the team behind final fantasy 11 experience in regards to their career path most of the current 
Final Fantasy XI team has been working on the game for most of their career, so the motivation behind seeing your work translate to a new product being launched and working on new technology is something that the team is missing out on. In addition, the technology used in Final Fantasy XI has been outdated for a long time. As a result, as produced, Fujihito plans on a smaller number of workers focusing exclusively on Final Fantasy XI and would like for some of the team members to work concurrently in other departments within Square Enix. This would be enriching for them, the company, and their continued work on the Final Fantasy XI in return. On March 22, 2023, the company announced that Final Fantasy XI producer Akihiko Matsui would be stepping down and Fujihito would resume the role of producer while continuing to serve as the director. Final Fantasy XI is readily available on PC, but the PS2 and the Xbox 360 versions of the game are no longer supported. So in, in some uh, some news that kind of surprised me, on March 31st, 2023, Ryutaro Ishimura, producer of Dragon Quest VIII and Dragon Quest IX, announced his departure from Square Enix on his personal Twitter account. In the lengthy message, the video game developer explained that his trajectory on the Dragon Quest series at Square Enix alongside his reasons for leaving the company. I will be 47 years old this year and I have started to count down how many more games I will be able to make in my lifetime. Since nowadays it takes three to four years to make one game, and in order to die without regrets, I have to think carefully about each game I make. Ichimura also noted that he thought carefully about his decision and ultimately chose to leave Square Enix to push himself into a higher-risk environment and explore what could come of it. Ishimura also cited wanting to be more free in his thinking and not being able to enjoy him, or and, and being able to enjoy himself more in his next projects. In a melancholic antidote, Ishimura mentioned having found a copy of his resume he used to apply for Square Enix. He noted the reason that he wrote for wanting to join was because I love Dragon Quest. Ryotaro Ishimura worked as the producer of Dragon Quest VIII, considered by many to be one of the best and most influential games in the series. In addition, Ishimura also acted as producer of Dragon Quest IX, which garnered a cult classic status among the fan base, alongside producing the television game Kinshin Dragon Quest. Other titles that Ishimura cited to have worked on include Dragon Quest Monster Battle Road, the mobile game Dragon Quest of the Stars, the Dragon Quest 30th Anniversary Project, the second Dragon Quest Adventure of Die anime series, and the Chosuko Henkei Gyrozetter series. So we wish him the best in his future endeavors. This next one, real short story. Final Fantasy 16, gone gold. That means the game is finished development and is ready for mass production, and it is due out on PlayStation 5 June 22nd. Get hyped. Um... Oh man, I should have I included this earlier when I was talking about Final Fantasy XIV, it's my bad, but Final Fantasy XIV's Stormblood, the second expansion for the Final Fantasy XIV, for Final Fantasy XIV, is free to acquire for a few weeks. On March 27th, 2023, Square Enix announced that the digital download version of the expansion will be available free of charge for those who own or buy the starter edition of the game. The offer ends May 8th, 2023. According to Square Enix post on its support site, players need to own or purchase the starter edition of the game either via the retail purchase through Steam or through Square Enix online store. The starter edition functionally identical to the free trial edition and contains both the base game Final Fantasy XIV A Realm Reborn and Heaven's Ward, the first expansion. It also includes a 30-day subscription period with a purchase. Redeeming the digital copy of Stormblood will require players to acquire a code from Steam, Square Enix's online store, or the PSN store. During the promotional period, the purchase will be free. For PC and Steam, they'll also have to register the code on the MOG station, to attach it to their service accounts. The Steam version of the game is treated separately from the Windows PC edition, so players should also make sure to get their codes for the correct platform. Additionally, Square Enix has revived its free login campaign promotion, which also lasts until May 8th, 2023. 
It is open to players who have previously purchased or registered a copy of Final Fantasy XIV and whose services accounts have been inactive for at least 30 days. The free login period will last for four days from the time the users first log in during the campaign. Final Fantasy XIV is available on PC, PS4, and PS5. And this last one, I saved this last one for the last story because I'm not I'm not 100% sure this is a JRPG, <laughs> but it looks really cool, so I wanted to bring it up anyway. Um, but Dangan Entertainment and Moonlight Games have released a new gameplay, gameplay, Jesus, a new gameplay trailer for and screenshots for Hunt of the Night. Hunt of the Night is a gothic pixel art action RPG inspired by The Legend of Zelda, Bloodborne, and Silent Hill. The gameplay overview video description and screenshots can be found below on this link that I did retweet uh, via Dangan Entertainment. Hunt of the Night is set to release on April 13th for PC. Console versions for PlayStation, Xbox, and Nintendo Switch are planned for a later date. Dangan Entertainment and Moonlight Games have revealed the never-before-seen gameplay footage and screenshots of Hunt of the Night, a dark fantasy action RPG that is a love letter to The Legend of Zelda and Bloodborne. The gameplay video gives us a sneak peek at new enemies, the Hunt of the Night overworld, and the Barkley Sanitarium Dungeon. The overworld and the Hunt of the Night opens up after the players have progressed a certain amount in the game. Vesper can explore freely while battling monsters, entering houses for loot or clues, use save points to replenish health, bullets, and magic, as well as teleport to key locations throughout the world of Medharam. The video also showcases one of the first dungeons players must overcome after reaching the overworld, the Barkley Sanitarium, where she must survive hideous monster encounters and solve puzzles in order to find a key item leading to the next location. In addition to the Hunt of the Night's fast-paced gameplay with multiple long-range and short-range weapons, the player must gather clues and items to proceed both inside dungeons as well as in the overworld to access new areas and proceed. Some of the puzzles are inspired by Silent Hill. New screenshots reveal action scenes, bosses, and NPC characters that will assist Vesper at the Stalker's Hideout, where she can take on quests to hunt down monsters and upgrade her gear. Hunt of the Night releases on PC platforms April 13th, 2023. So if, if you're a member of the Discord, you know this. Um, and if you'd like to join the Discord, chip a dollar into the Patreon and uh, come join the Discord, man, and, and be part of the crew. But I've mentioned before that I really, really, really want some more goth-style games to play. I just I love the gothic aesthetic. It's my thing. And uh, I'm very excited about this. So I wanted to include it. Maybe there's somebody out there who also has their interest piqued by this. But yeah, uh, that was going to do it for this week's episode. So let's run through the house cleaning here at the end, and then we can get out of here. If you would like to check us out over on Facebook, it's facebook.com slash the JRPG report. If you want to plug us, if you want to plug, oh, if you want to plug us, you can too. But I mean, if you want to check us out over on Twitter, uh, at JRPG report, um, if you would like to support the show, uh, patreon.com slash JRPG report. And all of the funding from that for the next month or two, like I said, is going to go towards um, paying off bet bills, bet bills. I can't talk, ladies and gentlemen. It's been a rough it's been a rough year so far. <laughs> um, vet bills. Um, and if you would like to donate directly to that, um, Savage Gawker Gaming at Gmail dot com on PayPal. Uh, I have it in the episode descriptions. Um, it would mean a lot. You, you don't have to. I don't you know, I'm not requiring it of anybody, but it would it would mean a lot to me and my family um, to have that that little bit of help from listeners. Uh, so, yeah, um, patreon.com slash the JRPG report like these wonderful people that are patrons of the show and have been for a very long time. Jake W, Jordan K, Kularian and Master Loot. Appreciate 
every single one of you very, very much. And if you would like to check out my other show, um, the Steam Machine Podcast, feel more than more than welcome to uh, as a bi-weekly PC gaming show where we go through our backlogs of all the games that we have acquired on Steam, be it through bundles or buying it on sales or whatever. I have a lot of Steam games, ladies and gentlemen, a lot, a metric crap ton. And uh, this next episode that we're going to be recording this coming week is on No Man's Sky. So if you want to hear about that game and how it was when it first came out compared to how it is now, uh, tune in to that one. It should be coming out next week. Um, so that's going to about do it, man. It's April 1st. Uh, be careful out there. Don't get pranked too hard. It is also first night of WrestleMania. So if you are a wrestling fan like me, I do hope that you enjoy the show. I'm very much looking forward to it. Um, and other than that, I just need all of you to do me a super duper solid, and that is uh, continue to be awesome and putting up with the show's sporadicness um, between work and everything that's been going on. I do appreciate that very, very much. I love you all, and please get back out there and level up.